Welcome to Hygiene Profit Leaders Podcast, where we give you tools and tips to help grow your hygiene department. I'm Mary Davis, and here with me today is... Vicki Collier. Yes, it is. Hi, Mary. Hello, Miss Vicki. How are things going? Good, good. Just enjoying the nice weather. It's getting yeah. better. Yeah. Um, kind of looking out to... You know, what are those summertime plans? Sure. Always something fun going on, but I've got to nail those down. Got to, Absolutely. I've got the date. I know I've got the time. I just <laughs> got to figure out what I'm going to do. <laughs> I know some people might not know this about you, Vicki, but you uh -oh. have a, a farm that you... We uh, do, yeah. yeah. Tell us what's new at the farm. We, um, actually, we should have new baby chickens coming here oh, sometime soon. They'll nice. come in the mail. They'll come in the mail. They're shipped to us. Live chickens. That's very apparently. interesting. Yes, I thought so too. I thought we're not just going to hatch these ourselves because we do have. My father-in-law has hatchers and incubators and whatever, yeah. so he has hatched some peacocks and. So cool. Yeah, yeah well, I, I, I love a, it. I love it. Such a I, um, cool life. I looked out the window, my kitchen window, the other day, and uh, there was a a hen turkey, you know, kind of doing her thing across the backyard and. A few minutes later, a deer came through, and <laughs> we usually have a fox family that raises babies at, back behind our house every year. That's and, so great. And I, have a, I, I can usually tempt them with some little snacks. So, <laughs> um, so that's my thing. I love animals. I love the outdoors. I that's love. That's so um, neat. So. Do you throw corn to the deer? Oh, do you do that? Do I, girl? I, oh, um, yeah. I buy chicken scratch for my birds, and the, and I buy probably four or five 50 pound bags at a time. So, <laughs> so, so I don't just buy a bag of bird seed. I, yeah. I'm, I'm serious about that. Yeah. So, but it really draws a lot of a lot of fun things to the yard and lots of cool birds. I like to watch birds. I identify awesome. my birds a lot of times. So. I do too. I yeah. enjoy that as well. Yeah. Oh, so. well, that's great. So, and so spring is great. In fact, coming yeah. in today, I thought, you know, mid-April, 70 degrees at nine o'clock. Can't get any better than that. That's so true. <laughs> so true. Yep. Just let it stay cooler. Yeah, that's what I, I know. want. Us yeah. in the hot yeah. You know what's coming. You know what's coming. <laughs> coming. That's right. That's right. So what are we talking about today, Vicki? Let's, I, one thing that I've been thinking about is it is so hard to, shall I say, train our patients to see us or that appointment they come to with us as hygienists as just a cleaning. Oh, you know, yeah. They think they can cancel just a cleaning. Oh, yeah. It's Well, it's just my cleaning. And we have to take responsibility for that yeah um yeah. because we have allowed them to buy maybe things that we've not done sure. it may be by omission that we have allowed patients to see that as just being something that's expendable you know who cares i could get in tomorrow next week whatever but no big deal right so i think that it becomes it, it falls on us to do those things that we can to increase value, the, the value sure. of what we do. And I'm thinking not only with our patients, but also within our department. Sure. You know, how are we growing our sales? But with patients, you know, what is gonna make that patient understand that if we are only offering what the insurance covers, yes. we are backing up already, you know yep. that. And so yep. oftentimes they've been told that you get a free cleaning, I just want my free cleaning. Right. So what are things that you have seen in offices or even as a hygienist yourself that has helped to create that value? That's a great question. You know, honestly, Vicki, and I know this sounds vague and we can kind of break it down a sure. little bit piece by piece, but we have to change our own mindset. Yeah. I go into so many offices and I know you do too, where, you know, the mindset is not to be fast forward right. in dentistry. The right. mindset is to kind of 
stay where you're at, cruise control. And I think if you were to ask, no one wants to be a profi meal, yeah. but unless you are doing something proactively to change that. Then you kind of are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So what new technology have you brought in in right. the past five years, yeah. you know? Um, what are you learning about, about on your that. own? Yeah. Yeah. To, yeah. to bring in, to offer to the doctor. Absolutely. And, and I think one of the biggest things that as a hygienist, one of our major barriers oh, that we create for, I know, you yeah. know what's coming, the barrier that we create for our own self, and we hear it every time we're in yep. offices, is I don't have time. I don't have time. Yep. And I admit, there are a lot of things that yeah. need to be done in that hour-long appointment. Hour. If you've got an hour, so we'll yeah. have a little less. Yeah. Um, but if you are analyzing that, yeah. what are those things that you can do to maximize your time better? Yeah, um, yeah. Got a friend, hygienist, love her, but she spent a lot of time chatting. Yeah. And she couldn't <laughs> chat and work. She would stop working and chat. And so instruments you know, come out yes. and then you're like chat, 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 then instruments yes. go back in. <laughs> and I'm sure for those of you who've heard me at all know that I can chat too, <laughs> but I would chat and work. So I didn't tend to run behind. Sure. But you know how if you, I don't know if she ever would have recognized that about herself. So I think some self analysis sometimes is yeah. we have offices, you probably get the same thing, who say, I don't have enough time and I'm still staying late in the afternoon to complete my notes. Yeah. We have a lot of offices that the hygienists complete those notes during that appointment time. Yeah. What, what are they doing differently than everyone else? For me, it was, you know, one of our phrases here is frustration leads to breakthrough. Yes. Um, I was so frustrated and tired of staying until at the end of the day to write notes that I had to find a way to, to maximize that appointment time. And in order to do that, the only real way that we can overcome that barrier so we are truly adding value yeah. to what we do sure. because truly the perception right. from most people is, well, a cleaning takes like 20 minutes, right? Right, right. You know? Yeah. So they think all the other stuff that we're doing is just fluff during exactly. the appointment. And it can't be that way. No. There's got to be some way for the patient to recognize that sure. they're getting more here in your office than they would have gotten anywhere else. Absolutely. Yeah. We have this saying when we come into your office, you got to stay in your bubble. Right. What we mean by that is you got to concentrate on the things that you can change and the things that you can't, but it's Put just aside. as important for us to have that mentality right. as it is for our patients. Absolutely. Yes, it's important for us to connect with them and get to know them and diffuse and unarm, yes. right? Yeah. But at the same time, we have to remember what we're there for. Sure. Right? Um, we have to remember that we are in the field of education. Absolutely. And yeah. so if we're not using our time wisely, then we're creating our own barrier. And patients don't see the value of no. the time. They see it as being fluffy. It's yeah. chit chat. Well, I'm there yeah. to get to know you. I'm there to get to, you know, but right. we have to stay on top of that. Sure. And find those ways. You know, what are you doing? If, you, if you're spending too much time with some of the, if you're spending too much time scaling tea, mm -hmm. you know, you're not going to have time at the end of that appointment to offer additional services. Right. And we said that, you know, if you are only relying on what the insurance pays, that's not, it's beneficial, but it's not going to be anything extra that the patient could use and benefit yeah, from. So definitely not building that value that sure. the patient needs to see. And Absolutely. Value comes with education and tools to be able to let them see what you see. Right. It has to be our 
yes, we are there to perform a service, mm -hmm. but we are in the healthcare profession. Right. We cannot be true healthcare providers if we're not giving those instructions Absolutely. and education. I think it's our obligation to, we, sure. if we, we can't wait for patients to ask. We're obligated. Now, one of my favorite tools that you just mentioned is an intro camera picture. Oh, yes. I think that that is your best selling tool. Now, Absolutely. Don't, I'm sure that there were gasps all throughout. <laughs> <gasps> she said the word selling. <laughs> we sell dentistry is what we do. Yes, exactly. You know, used car dealers have gotten a bad rap over the years, I'm sure, and you no one wants to feel that way, that you're accosting right. people. and. We're offering patients what they need. Yeah. We're being ethical and have a high level of integrity. Yeah. And you've got to decide that you are going to use what you can to show the patient why they deserve the services that you offer. Right. Um, and the integral camera is the, the best way to do that. If Picture you're not taking pictures, words. absolutely. <laughs> and if you're not taking pictures, make that easy for yourself. Yeah. I did not take a lot of pictures when we had one camera in the office and I had to go searching for it. Yeah. Speaking of time, running not enough time. Well, I thought I, you know, I don't have time to take these gloves sure. off, go search for that camera, clean it up. So when I had my own camera, I loved it because I had yeah. it right there and ready every single time. And there's, I, you know, we're, we're not in the camera selling business, but we, there's a <laughs> lot of them out there that that are much easier to use. They're just little USB cameras, are a lot less expensive. Yeah. So if you're not doing something to help yourself educate patients in a way that they can see why they need what they need. Yeah. Um, you're not building value. Yeah, and one of the things I know that I hear in a lot of trainings mm -hmm. is like, Mary, you're really telling me that every single patient, every single time I need to take a picture? Mm -hmm. I say with a complete um, confidence, yes, 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 yes absolutely. Yes, because you, it's not just about what they're doing wrong, it's mm -hmm. about what they're doing right. It, celebrate right. wins, sure. celebrate successes. Sure. Don't just, you know, get stuck in the mindset of, you know, just another time that I'm right. seeing this patient, right. but look through the lens of what more can I help to help that patient co-discover what I'm actually seeing, Yeah, you know? One thing I think we've said many times is people are not impressed by what they expect. Yeah. So we've got to go above and beyond the expectations to impress our patients to see they should come back to us. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. we should be different in our offices. We expect that from our offices. Yeah. They should be different than the office down the street who is, is just the profi meal. Right. And patients should be able to see a difference there. So what are we doing to show that difference? And yes, it's easy to find excuses not to do mm -hmm. those things every single time, but the value that it creates warrants that it should have time allowed for that. Yeah. Which also brings up a really good point, Vicki. As a hygienist, as a hygiene team, we should be a business inside of a business. Sure, sure. I would venture to say, because I've said it myself before, um, well, doctor's not gonna pay for that. Doctor's right. not gonna get that new tool or mm -hmm. get that new diagnostic tool that we need to do more sealants or to do and, more and things. And why is that? <laughs> That's because many times when we've gotten things before, they go into the closet and you Correct. have to blow the dust off. So, right, yeah. right, just protecting the doctor as well. So what can you do as a department to get it yourself? Sure, what goals sure. do you have in place in right. order to provide more for your department yeah. and you know get what you need in order I to I know be many able to... hygienists who have bought their own loops. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Or or at least if nothing else do the investigation. Yeah. 
Yeah. Sometimes if you get do the, the investigation and get the, and look for those products and tools and services that your office might not be offering, but that you find in your research are beneficial, yeah. you know, that's the first step. For one thing, I would think if your doctor saw that you were going to that effort, mm -hmm. that that would be the first step in getting those things. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Rather than just waiting for someone to drop it on you and say, start using this. You Absolutely. Know, that happens sometimes too. Absolutely. Another way, you know, not just having the right tools and higher technology to be able to set yourself up for success, I also would agree that it's really important that we have ongoing training. Oh, sure. To have that value for your patients to see the value mm -hmm. in what you do, you have to train yourself. Yeah. So, Continuing education is great, but mm -hmm. also what are you doing to train your department as a whole Absolutely. with consistency? And, and I think that patients should know that you're continually educating yourself. Yeah, you know, I want my hairdresser to be continually educated. You know, I don't yeah. want her to still be doing the same hairdos <laughs> as she did back 30 <laughs> right. years ago. You know, there's a difference between going to a group of 25, 30, 100 people getting right. trained on this new thing, you know, sure. rather than us coming into your office and training with consistency behind it. Right. That, you know, trust and loyalty are the top two things that have to exist sure. in order to grow a business. And your patients to stay, pay, and refer, we, we have to have trust and loyalty right. with them. Right. But part of the way we do that is we come in your office every three months. Right. You know, that 90-day window is critical. Because that's the point where everyone starts to kind of wane, just a Absolutely. little excitement goes down, you get back into those same old habits. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And so if we're not um, staying on top of that, you know, helping us develop ourselves so sure. that we can in turn make sure that our patients do value what's going on, is right. we have to stay on top of it. You know? I think so too. And I think that is encouraging to know that you've got someone who's going to come back and hold you accountable yeah. and, and introduce something new and exciting, you know, so. so and we all know that, <laughs> that day before we're coming into your office, all those action item lists are getting, checked, are getting off. checked off. Yeah, five minutes before we get there. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Rolling That's out right. the red carpet, right? Yeah. Right when we come Absolutely. in. Absolutely. <laughs> I think another really good way to create value as a hygienist is to Here's that other word I'm going to get in trouble for, diagnose. I'm Ooh. speaking loosely. I know hygienists <laughs> can't diagnose. But we are, many of us are yes. skilled and experienced enough to know probably what our doctor is going to recommend. Yes. Now, if you're right out of hygiene school, that's going to take some time to learn that. Sure. I learned a lot more in practice, I feel like, than I oh, learned yeah. in hygiene school. Oh, yeah. So being able to prepare that patient and educate that patient prior to the doctor walking into the room. Yeah. My doctor used to walk in and he'd say something that'd be like, oh, he's so smart. Yeah. And then it finally got to the point where I knew he was saying the same thing over and over. I said it first. And yeah. he would come in and just sort of echo me. And then the yeah. patient would look like, you both said the same thing. That's exactly what you want. Yes. You want them to hear that message and know that you're on the same page and know that it's not just the doctor who makes that decision or that recommendation that you are learning on your own and you're helping to guide patients into mm -hmm. that treatment. So a team effort. It is a team effort mm -hmm. um, and it creates trust within the patient. Uh, and yes, absolutely. And it protects that authority absolutely. that you're trying to cross over, yes, right? Yes. I'm getting information from you. Mm -hmm. I'm actively listening to your needs, sure. your desires, your wants. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm building value the entire beginning to end. Yes, yes. And so when that doctor comes in, you want that handoff, yeah. right? Which is a, 
an absolute mess. Transfer of information, absolutely. Right? That will again, you know, keep value at its highest right. level. I think people appreciate consistency. They appreciate mm -hmm. that you guys are going to be thorough, and this just lends to that. This, yeah. These people are on on the ball. Absolutely. You know, she treated me for the first 45 minutes by educating me, by listening to me, and now she's actually, I don't have to repeat myself. Yeah. Uh, she's telling this, and I know they heard me. Yeah. And so I think that is very trust building. Yeah. Um, but also it helps to make sure that that follow through of that treatment plan gets taken care of as well, I believe. Yeah, so absolutely. I think if the first time a patient has heard that they need something is when the doctor comes in 45 minutes later, um, there's something has gone We've horribly wrong. We've missed something. Yeah, yeah. Right. So we have to have checklists in place. We have to have, you know, um, that that opportunity where we say from beginning to end, what am I doing? Sure. Because we know that, I mean, you're taking blood pressure, you're updating right. x-rays, you are, um, you know, taking medical history, right. you are, you know, taking intraoral pictures, you're data gathering. And you're then doing, they'll you walk know. away and say, it's just a cleaning. Right. We've, got to, we've got to own that, yes. the, those things that we do Yes, too. we do. And, and somehow we've got to transfer that information to mm -hmm. our patient. Ways of doing that, we can do that through tools that we're giving to them. Sure. But we can also do that through the handoff. You know, right. we are doing all of these things. These things should stay top of mind so mm -hmm. the patient understands right. from beginning to end. You know, it's not just the cleaning. Absolutely. It's so much more than that. Yeah. But again, it's up to us to make that happen. Absolutely. So, so as hygienists, what are you doing to create value? It's, it's tough for the front desk to create value when that patient's calling to cancel. Absolutely. That has to have happened in your in your operatory or in your, in your space. So think about that. Are you able to, are you utilizing your time wisely and able to, or efficiently is probably a better yeah. word, efficiently, yeah. and able to have time to offer those additional services or that time for education or right. whatever that means. It's up to you. Are there things that you could implement or maybe other tools and yeah. services that you could offer to make that better? Yeah. So yeah. sit down with your department and think about that. You know, yeah. what, is gonna make, what is gonna make that patient walk away from your office and say, boy, that was important. I'm glad I came. Absolutely. I wanna make sure I don't miss that six month appointment. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Great point. Well, to recap, change your mindset. What are you doing to co-discover? And how are your handoffs? You know, right. think about those things, evaluate them, carve through them. Sure. Ask your department, next meeting you guys have, ask yourselves these three things. What are we doing to um, really truly stay on top of these things? Right. Well, we appreciate you tuning in today. We want you to stay up to date with our newest episodes. So be sure to go to our website, hygieneprofitleaders.com and subscribe to this podcast. There you can find the newest episodes as well as previous episodes from season one. And you can also download notes from this episode. So yeah, good deal, right? Well, until next time, stay, stay educated. educated.